Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Tom, and you're checking out episode 49 of the Floatcast. This is the podcast all about floating, the industry as a whole, float tanks, uh, isolation tanks, whatever you want to call them. And uh, today we're joined by my good friend. At this point, you're definitely my friend, Shane. Uh, Shane Stott from, from Zen Float Co. and from Isolation Tank uh, tankplans.com and, and now we, we have some new some new things going on so uh thanks for joining us shane for sure man it's, it's funny we've known each other a long time now yeah yeah it's really it's, it's cool man we know each other de- definitely on a personal level now and uh it, it's cool yeah. man How yeah it's, it's good just i mean we, we quickly caught up before the call but it's good to hear you're doing well oh thank you man thank you yeah it's uh yeah, I haven't even said anything to uh, to the audience yet or anything, but I know it's been quite a while. Oh. What's that? I was just I broke the news. Sorry. Oh no, totally cool, totally cool. I I know it's been quite a while since uh, but since I've been on and and done any sort of podcasting or anything like that. I'm sorry, but it's just uh, Hardy and I have been super busy. We expanded it and opened in a second location, um, and it's going pretty well. But we are just so swamped and so you know overwhelmed sometimes, and it's uh, you know. But in the next uh, in the next couple of days, to be honest with you, I kind of had banked off some time anyway to kind of get some things done. And one of the things I wanted to do was record probably five to seven episodes, pretty much telling the whole story of the second location and and, for, and as well as the first location, as far as like what's going on there, because the first location is still open and it's still doing really well and everything. Um, so I kind of wanted to get everybody caught up on that. So we're gonna try and record them in the next couple of days and rec- put them up. Uh, every week or so um, over the next couple months to kind of get everybody caught up on what's going on. And hopefully by Dude, then we'll congrats on staying busy and everything, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's, it's, um, it's been, it's been tough. You know, it's, it's like any other business. It's kind of like a lot of effort, you know, what you, what you put in is, is definitely what you're going to get back out. Um, and, but floating is very interesting because I definitely, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but I, I definitely have seen some, some places open up around the country that like they kind of open up expecting like a parade of people to come in and it's like yo it's it's not like that like it's it's tough it's it's really Dude, tough it, it's <laughs> so, common I, mean, I feel like it's that way in business just in general and people think they're gonna like open up shop or the doors and their people are gonna come walking in yeah it's there's really, so much grind involved yeah it's really it's 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 difficult and it's really it's it's trying for the person who's doing it because you know it's it's not exactly uh you're not always going to bear fruit right away you know oh dude it really it really sorts out the people who are just you know kind of talking and the people really going to grind it out and do it because it, it's hard to make it nowadays in any business yeah yeah 100 percent. It, it really it really is um so what are you doing with uh with with yourself, man? I know you have some new things going on and, and that's kinda why you reached out. You're excited to tell me about it and tell tell the audience about it and and I, I know a little bit about it but not the full uh you know, not the full Monty, so I definitely want to hear. Yeah, dude. So so you know I got the book, The Float Tank Cure. Yep. And we, and we have and it in uh, both our centers, by the way. And uh people that read it, you know, love it. You know, it's a good it's a good read. It's a good read, especially if you're after your float. Yeah, it's a quick read too. You can get it in in a night. So it's I've re- had really positive uh, feedback on the book. So it's been really cool. Um, this new project, the Kickstarter for the documentary, it just kind of came about because I we watch Amazon and Netflix, me and my wife, 
And there's so many documentaries out, and I just it killed me. That there's documentaries on like hot sauces, and there's not a documentary on floating on these major <laughs> streaming services, you know. And I just felt like I really wanted to take a shot at it. It ate away at me long enough where I just decided to go for it. No, that's that's fantastic. You're absolutely right, though. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna lie, I haven't quite caught the documentary on hot sauce, uh, but I am a little bit Sriracha, curious. dude. I am a little bit curious to, to check it out now. Now that now that you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just I mean, floating's got to be there. It's such a, it's like a viable therapy, and the science is getting behind it now, and it, it needs to be there. And uh, I mean, th- th- there was a documentary already, Float Nation, that we were a part of, and it was a good documentary. Oh, fantastic! Uh, but yeah. The twist I wanted to put on it was just I want to go deep, deep into people because my book is so heavily people-based and these stories, you know, PTSD, anxiety, spiritual exploration, athletics, all these things, and I love the people aspect. So I just wanted to dive deeper into people and do it in a really big way, but that, that's part of the reason the, you know, the goals, it's expensive. I mean, it's 70000 bucks. so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to make anything that has um, quality production value to it, um, it you know, really, it's it's not. Cheap. Oh, dude! You know, I mean, it's, if you it's watch, crazy you, how much it adds up. Yeah, I mean, if you watch some TV from from other countries, like it just does not have their production value because it's just there isn't the money behind it. Um, and it's amazing what can happen when you actually put some funds behind something to get to get it done. Oh, totally. We did all the math, and um, we th- we honestly thought we were going to be able to make it around forty. Just you know, coffee shop. The the buddy, a buddy of mine named Bridger, he's the director. And I'm producer, and when we actually put it on paper, you know, even post-production licensing, closed captioning, we're going to shoot it in 4K, um, traveled all these spots, floating all these people, it just added up. And we didn't want to do it for less than it was going to take because we, I'd rather not do it if we can't do it for, you know, the way we want. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if you're, if you're not going to do it right and do it the way that it should be done, it, you know, hold off for now. And, you know, that's not what you're doing. You are doing it right. Yeah, I guess we're right now. I I believe we're we crossed into sixty something percent funded. We have eighteen days. It's been I've actually it's been kind of nerve wracking because I feel like I've built up a lot of trust with float centers over the years. Oh, absolutely. And then through, through this funding part, it's like, I mean, the float centers they're they really are hopping in and getting behind this project, and they have to. Um, but it's it's felt like I'm like making a withdrawal from the you know bank account with all these float centers, and I, and I really want them to know I'm. I will deliver or I will die trying. No, but no, uh, it, I'm, I, it's going to be an awesome film, man. I doubt that they look at it like that, man. I, I'm, I'm quite, I mean, as a float center owner myself, I, I absolutely don't look at it like that. You know, um, it's, it's, well, an, it's, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's an investment in our, in ourselves and in, in our own industry, just as much as it's an investment in, in, in you. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm sure we would all invest in in you anyway. So I mean, oh my god! Well, thanks for saying that. It it yeah, honestly so. feels just like, oh man, it feels like I'm gonna get a bunch of people excited to float, and I want to send them to the centers. So that was the value proposition I I am offering. You know, is the traffic and the directory at the end, and mm-hmm. uh, we will see. I don't want to become the float directory. That's not what I'm after. What I am after though is sending all the people who watch the film to a place where they can get informed and find a place to go. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if at the end of it, they're like, "Wow, that was awesome." So, so now what? It, it it reminds you of what you just said. Reminds you of me at the end of every Winter Olympics, where I'm like, "Man, curling is awesome." Like, so what, <laughs> what's up with curling? How, how do I do this? And like, I find out there's one place where I could do curling that's an hour and forty five minutes away from me, and I'm like, "All right, well, I guess that's the end of that." 
Um, curling. Well, oh my God, that's <laughs> awesome, dude. I, well, I want to try curling really bad, actually. You see, exactly. But there's no curling. <laughs> there's not really that. I haven't been able to find a curling directory where I can look up a place to go curling. Um, Maybe that'll be the next documentary, man. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, <laughs> it, well, it's not. You know, obviously, we there is the flotation locations. There, it is a pretty good. Um, resource as far as finding what you need to find like it, it's really valuable for that. yeah and aaron's a good dude he runs that yeah Aaron and, and, are really and great people we were talking about it and i was like dude i don't want to become the directory i just want to offer value to fund this film and send people at the end of the film but i it's i don't want to become the directory that's not what i'm after yeah it's um i i you're i i think you're really trying to just inform people and, and kind of spread the word about floating in general um oh which i mean totally who could, who could hate on that i mean come, come on um, dude, I'm so excited to make a really awesome <laughs> film, I, but I'm so nervous. It's like every day I've, I've been more stressed lately. Kickstarters loom over you. If anyone's ever interested in doing a Kickstarter, yeah, I, it I, takes I, takes some nerve, man. So what, how does that work as far as like, like I, I'm not going to lie to you. I thought Quickstarter was just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to put a Quickstarter up and I just go online and then like hit enter. And it's like, all right, let's see how this works. No. Like if it doesn't work, like you're just out. Like I don't. Dude, so Kickstarter is all or nothing. So, like, of course, if we don't make it to our goal, no one gets their card charged, and no money comes my way. What? Whereas Indiegogo, you get whatever you raise. But, but I, okay. but people don't want to be part of you know something that didn't turn out as you wanted it. So, yeah, Kickstarter is all or nothing. But here's the thing: I've been through like I don't know five or six Kickstarters. I actually wrote an article just recently. I'm going to put it up um, for Float Tank Solutions. But Kickstarters, the work is done up front. Um, you pretty much contacting everyone you're gathering the crowd you're prepping you're coming up with the value proposition i mean your the work is so heavy in the beginning and then when you actually launch it's it's kind of i mean you're skating through the details but it's it's one in the beginning it's one before you even click launch wow that's pretty yeah cool. and so obviously you have to set this limit so say you set the limit like the limit you set or not limit but uh the goal the goal mm -hmm. you set was 70000 right? Yeah, and it w honestly, you, you try to come up with a realistic funding plan mm -hmm. that you think you can raise 50% more than you're going for because it never goes as you want it to, okay. which is interesting too. Wait, so you, you think you, you want to raise 50% more than you're going for? So in other words, your goal is actually 105 Am I, am I, uh, am I understanding 50 that right? 50% 35 on, yeah, yeah, 105, but not, I don't, it's like, it's not that we need to get to 105, but what you need to realize is that it's not going to go how you think it will go. Uh, okay. So to, to reel back expectations after you've done the work and then, and then come up with a goal that's, it's obtainable, but it's, it's kicks. I've never been to kick. Well, I take that back. <laughs> the Zen was, the Zen was like a rocket ship, but the other Kickstarters I've been in, um, they don't go as planned, um, and it comes in a little less than expected. But you got to kind of plan on that. Wow! Wow! I didn't. Yeah, I, I had no idea the Kickstarter was like that. It's like that movie uh, with Michael Keaton, Gung Ho, with the cars. You ever seen I haven't movie? seen that. Uh, it's like from the eighties. Like he, he, it's this is a really you know a couple people out there probably get this joke. <laughs> Obscure like, reference. Yes, but uh, he takes control of his factory and they make a deal where if he produces ten thousand cars, then you know they get this huge bonus and they make like you know ninety eight hundred cars. And they don't get the bonus, and it pretty much was all or nothing. But he didn't tell them that. He told every, all the workers that it was like, yeah, we'll get a little bit. So they all went nuts on him, and you know. Oh wow! Yeah, it was gung ho. Gung ho. Yeah, it's a comedy from the eighties. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, all or nothing, man. So, ugh. All right. So just, how many how many days? It's uncomfortable. Do we have left? Uh, eighteen days. 
18 days. Okay. 18 days left. We're 12 days in. We're, I mean, we're more than 60%. I think the centers are, there's the centers are definitely getting behind it. So now it's just, I, I, well, here's, this is, this is the way I am in general. I get nervous way before it's time to get nervous. So (laughs) no, that's, and do you, do you get calmer as the date comes? Well, I guess it would depend on how much money is in there, but, uh, yeah, Which, I mean, it's trending to fun, and I can't wait to do the film because I think it's going to be great. But, uh, yeah, the centers are getting behind it right now. So oh, thanks absolutely. for even doing the podcast, man. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, like I said before, it's when you rolled out the tent, um, you, you did it well. It's not like it was like, oh, man, this thing is not good. And, and we heard a lot of like people complaining about it. And everybody I've talked to that has the tent, and I've spoken to a couple people, like they all said good things. You know, they all said they they – it was exactly what they expected to get, and it works as they expected it to work. So, really, what more can you ask for than that? So, I mean, you saying that you're going to put out this movie, put out this product, like, of course we're going to get behind you, dude. Come on, dude. I will come through, and thank you for saying that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, how far? How much more do you need to go to get funded? I'm sorry. Mm, I feel like it's. I feel like the total is right around 45, so another maybe 25. Okay. Yeah, but a lot of stuff is sold out. Um, we have a, we have a one package where we come and film at your center, uh, which is kind of cool. A lot of people hopped on that. And then we have you know the directory. We have premium listings for a lifetime, which is awesome. And then we have just standard listings. Uh, both will be good. And it's just going to be a very simple directory at the end of the film where they hop on the site, throw in their zip code, and takes them to gives them all the centers nearby. Gotcha. But what's cool? What's cool is it's a lifetime listing, so you don't have to worry about it forever. And so, from all the centers I've talked to, they're like, "No, it's that's a reasonable amount for that." So, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, with um, with uh, Kickstarter, like, can you go back? Like you said, you have a couple packages that kind of like were sold out. Like, can you go, no? Can you go back in and like edit them so you can have like, oh, you know what, we added more of this package or whatever, like, or this sponsor. You can you can edit more, but one thing like that I do is so a lot of times I provide more value by saying you know by limiting the spots. Oh, absolutely. So I I don't ever go back on that. So like when I limit spots, it's it's really worth it because there's <laughs> there's only a handful, you know. Oh, absolutely. And as much as like when they're selling, you're like, oh my god, I want to increase it, but you don't, you know got to come come through on that right right can you make like one special spot for like a float a float cast guy like a float cast yeah <laughs> dude i could <laughs> but yeah, a premium listing um uh, yeah, yeah podcast we'll, feature yeah we'll figure something out you know right. i'm down let's do it for sure for sure the, let's do the tom wonk package oh boy jeez I'll, I'll, dude i'll take it <laughs> <laughs> seriously do that that'd be so funny um so, dude, and in aside from this, on a personal level, man, c- congrats on fatherhood, and uh, and another another one coming r- real soon. Yeah, apparently. so we got a one and a half little boy named Grayson. He's so cute, and I feel like me and my wife are just getting the stride, and we're just getting the hang of this parent thing. And now another one's due in like a month. Another little boy, so we're gonna have two under two, and. I am just preparing to say goodbye to sleep again. Yeah, yeah. It's well, at least you know what you, you what you're in for. And, yeah, a lot less surprises this time around. <laughs> um. <laughs> so how how long ago did your first one start sleeping through the night? Because I know my you know my my little guy he wasn't sleeping through the night for a while. He was definitely uh, 
we got him we got him through the night i think six or eight months in um we were super strict on schedule though because we were like that was one of the payoffs is getting him through the night yeah and we got it and it felt so good to sleep through the night (laughs) so you got about a year of it and now it's uh you got about a year (laughs) year and a half of it now you're going back yeah dude do you have any give me you got to have some parenting advice for me oh i i uh yeah, lots changed on my end too, man. Aside from opening the second spot, I'm I'm now divorced, and I I uh, I have split custody of my of my my boy. So I only have is it going to, okay? It's going all right. It's going as well as it could. I, actually, you know what? It, it's actually going pretty good. I, I I can't lie. My my ex wife and I have good man. A uh, have have an amicable relationship as far as our son goes, and that's kind of all we focus on, which is really good. And uh, he's happy as a clam, and he goes back and forth. I have him. You know, I still see him now like four days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the summertime, I have him like six days a week, which is fantastic. But uh, awesome. a, a lot of the time that we spend together, we're kind of just playing around. Like we're either playing video games or outside, you know, doing stuff. With, we're going to the park and we're going to a uh, – I found an indoor water park that's uh, like two hours, two hours away. Awesome. So we're going there in two weeks because, you know, it's it's winter here. So, uh, yeah, but he's he's happy as a clam, which which is great. But as far as advice goes, I, I don't know. I just I try to have the most fun I can with my kid. <laughs> I mean, obviously, still trying to be a, a, an authority figure when I need to be, but we just have a blast. We, you know, that's it. Just have fun. That's awesome, man. I just was talking to someone here at the office, and they were saying how quality time was like their number one recommendation. So that's another. You're the you're saying that too. Yeah, yeah. It really, it really is great when you when you spend the whole day with the kid, and then you're driving home from somewhere, and he's like falling asleep in the back seat. Like it was like a little smile on his face. Like it's great. It, it really is great. Um, That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So I would I would say, you know, de- like that person said to you, definitely just quality time is the number one thing. Have you gotten your boy in a tank yet? Or are you letting him hold out? Or no, he's not. I don't think he's ready just yet. I want to make sure he knows about the salt on the eyes thing because I I don't want to ruin it for him. Um, no, you, know, you gotta. When he wants to get in, that'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. He's like been. He's been curious. Like when we were building the second location, he came by a couple of times before we opened up, um, and he was like, "So what's in that? What goes there? What is this?" And he was like standing in the float tank before it had water in it and stuff, which was kind of cool. Um, but he hasn't no no floating yet. But I, soon, you know, once he understands fully about the eyes and the water and not touching your face, and then, then we'll see. It's got to be a it's got to be a weird idea for a kid because it's like what do you do in there? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, at the second spot, we're actually we're we're building um, some bigger custom tanks, and they're actually going to be pretty wide, so they're big enough for two people. Um, we're not actually going to offer float sessions for two people for couples or anything, but it will be wide enough for it. So. Um, hop in there with him. Yeah, I might hop in there with him. You know, <laughs> that'd be cool, man. Yeah, just like hey, let's let me let me show you what. But I do all day, not you know technically, oh, but you know that'd be way cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, has your wife been floating that that she's that she's pregnant? Yeah, uh, n- not since she's been pregnant. But um, one of the things that was hard for her when she first started floating was her hair weighed weighed her head down. Um, and now now I notice centers are all you know have the pillows and the the halos and all that stuff. Yeah, we switched but, over uh, to the halos a couple months ago, and we uh, we definitely recommend them. The halos are me fantastic. too. Is that the floaties halos? Yeah, yeah. We um, they they're great. And and I I'm not gonna lie. I was at first I was like, dude, we got pool noodles. We don't need to spend whatever it is on the halos, thirty bucks or whatever. And he's like, let's just get them. I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, and they're fantastic. <laughs> he was absolutely right. So I'm glad that I listened to him and that we got them. 
That's cool, man. Yeah, they seem to work really good, but I, I got to get my wife back in the tank with uh, a halo so she can not have her head weighed down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Some people just need it. They they can't have a good float without it. And it's funny, I never really thought that it's it's the hair that actually weighs them down. I kind of just thought it was them not really letting go of the tension, but... I guess that's what have, I thought too. I guess that they have a lot of hair and it weighs them down, and that's. Well, I definitely have no problem with that. I don't have any hair, so yeah, <laughs> my I, head floats nicely. My head's always my hair's always short, so it's uh, not really too much of an issue for myself either. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So yeah. when are we going curling? Oh my god, let's go. Let's find. Uh, I'm, I swear to you, I'm going to look up a curling place in Portland, and we're going to find out if there's one. And in August, we. we oh uh, my god, dude! Do you want to be board. like the slider or the raker? I want to be the. I want to. I don't know. <laughs> I'm torn about you. I, no, I want to be the sweeper. I want to be the guy. The, who's, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> I just. I don't think that. I don't have the steady hand enough to kind of like hold the curling, whatever it is. The, All right. Uh, I'll be the sender. Yeah. I, what is that thing called again? The curl is stone. Yeah. I, I. I don't have a steady enough hand to hold the stone as I kind of throw it down the ice. Um, but I'll. I'll look into it, man. Dude, I how swear. funny would that be if we really did that? Oh man. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually yeah, that's what we went through uh, the float conference for. Is just check out curling. To go curling, yeah. <laughs> great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Is there anything else you wanted to mention on the on the uh, on the podcast here? No, just like any um, new uh, any. Oh, oh, go ahead. One question for you, actually. I know that when you had first um, released the tent, you you kind of said there were some might be like a V two and kind of some changes that were coming out. Like, what kind of changes did you? Did that happen? Like, what kind of changes did you make, or anything like that? Yeah, we're always we're we're always improving. In fact, um, filtration is the latest improvement, and they are on their way. So we will have um, new filtration on our just our standard model, like right away. And we, I mean, we really overkilled it. I mean, even more so than two pumps. So now now we're in one big heavy unit. I believe I believe it's eight thousand gallons an hour submersible. Um, of course, the restriction and the pipes and the you know the mechanical filter cut that down, mm-hmm. but filtration has probably probably been our number one issue, um, w- w- you know, with the float tent. So we have done everything we can. We got we have different piping, so um, there no bacteria can build in the pipe, and we just cranked up the pump to the biggest one they have. So it's it's going to be great. I'm actually really excited about it because that's it's, it's just it's hard. I mean, if it, not, a, you can't keep your water. It's hard to keep your water perfectly clean, so it's nice to overkill it with a pump. Yeah, a hundred percent. We um, honestly, it's we went more, way overkill with the, with the sizing of our pump and our UV light and our filters and everything. Like they're giant. Like I've I've had people in that own float centers that look at it like, yeah, that thing's huge. What do you have like a you know eighty watt UV light for? I'm like ah, it's you know. It's, it's worth it. But look at my water. It's crystal clear. Like, you, you know, so. It gives you more leeway. Like, it, yeah, it just makes it that much easier. Oh, yeah, 100%. Do you think that Do you think that a lot of the filtration issues that, that some of the people with tents had, they had because they, they didn't use them properly in the sense of they were kind of using them in ways they shouldn't have been used? Like, oh, yeah, I can have all my friends float today. And they had like six people floating in one day in their house or something. Uh- I don't think so. I mean, so we we have we have to work in stock supply for a lot of the float tank because um, we just don't have quantities like the ten thousands, you know. Um, So I just I feel like we we had to work with what we had, and the pumps weren't designed for float tank, you know, saturation salt levels. And I think it was just hard on them. 
Um, so yeah. I, by upgrading to the you know the heaviest pump they make, it'll it should rip through the water much easier. Oh. Yeah, that's that's like the one the one straggling issue we've really been working on. All right. Um, I mean, so like, the, is the pump still like submerged like all the way, and or is it like on the outside of it? Like I know that the first no, one we just had we, we stayed kind of. Sorry to interrupt you. No, um, we stayed submersible. Just with, I mean, with homes and apartments, people are really lacking on space. So submersible is still the choice we go with, just to keep it that footprint really small. Oh, absolutely, and and honestly, keep the minimal, keep the risk of leaking minimal. You know. Oh it, yeah, that's the, another thing. I mean, that's something that honestly that we did in our second location is all our all our pools, all our tanks, and everything. They're all custom. We we did everything ourselves. Um, but our oh, liners. Cool, our liners have no brakes in them at all. Like they don't have any l- brakes for lights. They have no brakes at all for for filtration or anything like that. Everything goes up and over, and the lights are all up above the water line. So like I, wow. didn't, I didn't want anything to worry about as far as the liner goes. And if something does happen, then it's back on the company, and then that's an issue with them. Um, but we we kind of set it up that way just for that reason. Like we didn't want to worry about any leaks or anything like that. Like somebody's on the third story of apartment and has a leak in their float tank. Like that's. You know. Oh my God! That was one of the decisions we made early on was to put water in every tank we sell. So every every tank that leaves the door has had water in it. Wow! Wow! Dude. Yeah, and, and it caused so much extra work. But I mean, what's what's the alternative? Send it out, and someone floods an apartment or their house, or it's not like a float center with you know these concrete floors. Yeah, yeah, and and honestly, even if it was like a float center, you still don't want an unhappy person. Like they open up this brand new thing and then. It doesn't hold. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's w- worth it by far. I mean, it's a lot of extra work, but it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. All right, that's dope, man. That's really. And you did. You, didn't you change the? I might have read wrong. You, did you change the liner? How it like flaps over? Like you added. Yeah, the I flaps used to just something. come in, and they kind of just hung however they you know naturally did. But we ended up putting magnetics on all the flaps, so now when you put your cover on, all those flaps just like instantly stick to the wall. Um, and then we have magnetic straps that hold the pumps down because we didn't want to weld into the liner. I mean, we, we feel you on that one. We don't want to penetrate the liner in any way. Yeah, yeah. So magnetics has kind of bit, worked out really well for us. Oh, nice, man. Nice. It's uh, No, little things like that that really kind of clean up the look of it really – they go a long way, man. You know, they really it do. It goes a long way. Yeah. And in fact, like one, one person will just have a flap issue and, you know, leave a review and you can't blame them. Um, but it, that one little detail – can affect so much you just got to nail it yeah yeah absolutely it takes takes time to refine it and everything but i feel like it's getting dialed in pretty well now nice man it's fantastic yeah and uh and you got the book too and you still have do you still have like isolation tank plans.com yeah up and running i just made it i just made it free (laughs) so if anyone wants to build a tank go to isolation tank plans.com i just I reached a point where I was like, this is stupid. I'm like, um, people can have access or, you know, look at a float tent, whatever works for them. Um, you know what I kind of realized? Um, it's interesting. I, I When people – I've had a lot, a lot of people approach me and ask me for help and information about opening a float center and, and whatever else or, or just about tanks or anything in the, in the industry in general. Um, and I always try and help them. Um, and – the way I figure it, either I'm going to help them or somebody else is going to help them or, or whatever it is. But if this person is actually really going to go through with this and get this done, they're going to get it done whether I help them or not. So I might as well, yeah. I might as well just help them and help them get it done. Because um, either way, they're, they're, they're going to do it. So if a person oh, is that, sure. that dedicated, you know. 
Yeah. No, isolation tank plans is funny. When I go back and look at it, it's like it was so long ago, and like it's just weird to see me and the videos, and it's kind of cool. It's just nostalgic or whatever. It's really cool, man. It's fantastic. It's it's a uh, it's definitely an asset to a lot of people. I'm sure you get thank you emails all the time. You know, and, yeah, as, as well you should. It's, it's weird. There's a couple of the tanks in commercial centers out there, and it's like, oh my god, that's it's weird to have like an impact on a on a freaky little site out of your basement. Cause that's how it felt when I first started. It It was just like, I was this weird guy making float tanks. Dude, I understand. I was a weird guy in my basement too. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we're still weird, but it's working better. Yeah. Now I actually live in somebody's basement. I have a basement apartment, so I'm still in the basement. It's still weird. Not much has changed around (laughs) here as far as that goes. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. It's, um, but no, it's, it's definitely, I'm sure a lot of people, like I said, really appreciate that that that's out there and available, and that they can kind of go and check it out. And the fact that commercial there's a commercial center that has them there. I mean, think about how many people have now floated and got an awesome experience just from that, just because they that's went on weird. And got those things, you know. I mean, think about it like that. That's amazing, dude. It's a farm fertilizer tank cut in half, hinged like a tanning bed, like insulated like a house, and it works, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I got. I got it right. I guess. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, so that's it's great. So now, when really... people come to me and they want to build, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, building's cool. Um, it's going to be like you know a little more expensive than just getting a float tent, and but it's custom and you can design it for however you want it, you know, in your house or if you want it to have a certain look. And so, but I, a lot of people go float tent at that point because I mean it's easy, it's shippable, and it's just it's nice. But there's yeah. still the DIYers out there, and I get it. Yeah, it's uh. You know, as as a DIY guy myself, I can tell you it's the soundproofing stuff is not easy. <laughs> that is not a, no. a difficult part of it, and that's one thing I'm, I'm realizing more and more when I look at more and more centers from around the country. Um, a lot of people have issues with soundproofing, and it's tough. It's really hard to beat. Um, oh, dude, it's way tough. I used to I used to do a like music, I'm music producing in the music for movies, but sound isolating a room was took so much effort, and even then, you couldn't get it perfect. Yeah, yeah, no matter what. I mean, somebody's in the next room and drops a backpack full of books. Like, you're going to hear it. You're going to feel it. Like, there's no matter what. Just that, that vibration, that bass just goes through structure, and that's it's tough to beat. It really is. Everything resonates. It's crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so, well, you DIY guys out there, uh, you know, people out there, just do a lot of research with soundproofing because it's, it's tough. Every little hole, every nook and cranny, all that stuff matters so much. It adds up. It's amazing. But the insulation that, in your walls, the insulation in your ceiling. Yep, yep. It's if uh, you're directly in contact with the floor, it doesn't end. Yeah, it's amazing. And and then you think you're like, all right, well, I'll just build the wall here and then have a gap and then build another one. And it's like, oh well, now you build a triple triple leaf wall, and that's actually bad because now that sound resonates. And then it's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? It's yeah, it's weird. But I'm going to get into it that is. over the next couple of weeks, guys. I promise you I'm going to put out these episodes and uh, let you guys know what went down and how, how we're doing and all that kind of stuff. So, Dude, you got to. I bet you could save a lot of people some headaches too. Oh, I hope to, man. I hope to because um, there are a lot of headaches to be had. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Oh, so, everything's floating. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing, dude. Well, all right, Shane. Anything else you want to touch on here before we before we let you go? Yeah, honestly, um, if if you're interested in supporting the documentary, it's floatingdocumentary.com, or you can go find it on Kickstarter called The Float Tank Cure. But it's, I mean, it honestly looks like it's going to fund. So getting in on the directory now while it's a lifetime listing is just such a better way to do it. And then you never have to worry about it again. You're always at the end of that film in the directory. So 
floatingdocumentary.com and wish me luck, man. It's been it's it's gone well already, so I'm 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 really thinking it's going to go. Awesome, awesome, and uh, the and the name of the documentary is going to be the Float Tank Cure. Yeah, I think so. I've had some people say, you know, don't use the word cure, but the book did well, um, and so mm-hmm. it just feels natural to you know make a documentary of it. But we'll see. I think it will be the Float Tank Cure, though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and to be honest, one would help the other one as far as uh, you know having ha- having more validity to it. Um, just having a, a book behind a, a documentary, and vice versa, really does help. Just having make yeah. it more valid, you know. I really just want it to be the biggest funnel of people into floating because I mean, it's, when it when you really when it comes down to it, the only reason people don't float is because they don't know about it. No, one hundred percent. Once once they know about it, they're going to float. And so, why aren't we on a major major streaming service? And that's that's my goal. Well, God bless you, man. Thank you very much. We really do all appreciate you uh, you doing that, man. Thanks for having me on, Tom. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, everybody, thanks for checking out the uh, the Flowcast. As always, keep your tanks clean and uh, stay salty. And definitely check back in. <laughs> we'll, uh, like I said, we're gonna put putting out more episodes uh, weekly over the next couple of weeks. So, take care, everybody. Bye. That's an awesome sign off, man. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> yeah. Later. Adio.